Episode 419 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. And I'm Eric. Uh, welcome, Eric. Uh, it's nice to have you back on the show. Thanks. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, it, just for clarification's sake, if you're kind of new to the show... Uh, different it's, Eric. It's, yeah, it's a different Eric than, than the Eric that was on for you know a couple hundred episodes and still is on occasionally. It's uh, a listener. Uh, Reefer, you go by, the twi- by your Twitch name, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can call me Eric. It's, it's yeah. easy. It's yeah, it is easier, absolutely. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Fire Emblem Three Houses. We had initially not decided on if we were going to do it this week or not. Uh, we wanted to make sure we got enough time in, but I think we all played well into the amount of time that you need to get a good feel for the game, anyway, right? Oh yeah, we think uh, at least. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still like like most of our episodes. It's still gonna for those of you that may be listening for the first time. It's we do mostly first impression stuff. We don't uh, we don't generally beat games before we talk about them unless they're really short. And obviously, this is a super long game. Uh, that being said, I'm about halfway through, if I had to guess. So uh, I do have a, at least a good good sense of what the game's about. So does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? I haven't played a single thing, so. Other than, Other than Fire, Fire Emblem. Emblem, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, on, only Fire Emblem. Only Fire Emblem for you, too? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm mostly going to be talking about Fire Emblem. I also played a little bit of A Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, so I'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, kicking it old school, so. Where did you find time? Uh, I actually started doing it for my Rated G Games videos. That's my next uh, okay. series that I'm, I started, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. I only, like, half an hour a night. Half an hour a night. It's not, not too bad. But anyway, let's get into Fire Emblem. So I guess the first question uh, everyone should answer is, ultimately, what house did you choose? Will? This, yeah, this is going to be boring, but Black Eagles. Black Eagles, okay. <laughs> Eric? Uh, Black Eagles. Black Eagles, okay. Uh, the important question is why. What made you choose? Because I also choose, chose the Black Eagles. Uh, a, a few reasons, but I think the biggest one was I, I immediately wasn't really feeling the golden deer mm-hmm. um and then i didn't go with the blue lions because like dimitri just seemed like the worst character in the game maybe <laughs> okay um like m- maybe trying a little bit too hard to please everybody for no reason sure. um and then they also make you choose like an hour in yeah you don't have um, a super good feel for what everything's all about at that point no it... they basically just like spit you like hey here's a list of like 30 characters uh pick your house yeah yeah <laughs> you have zero context for what's going on in the game yeah at that point now will i know you chose ahead of time yeah what's your actually, reasoning i went back and forth for a while i didn't know i think at one point i was picking golden deer and blue lions but i personally liked um edelgard edelgard uh-huh. is it yep. edelgard yeah edelgard Edelgard the most out of all of the rulers. Um, and I liked a lot of the people in the house. Like, I was immediately really liked Linhart, uh, Ferdinand. I really enjoyed those two characters. Uh, love Petra. She's actually yeah. my best unit. Petra is my favorite character, too. Yeah. Uh, I think she's actually the most endearing character in the game sure. so far. Um, and that on top of Edelgard, I was like, this house is pretty cool. Um, that's why I ended up going for him. Okay. 
Yeah, I also uh, I went in not knowing anything. I, I kind of was aware of what the houses were, but other than that, I didn't I didn't know anything about it. Uh, I did that on purpose. I didn't want to have any preconceived notions before I went into the game. So I ultimately chose them because of Edelgard mostly. Uh, I really wanted to cozy up to the Emperor, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, try to try to be the Emperor's right-hand uh, woman, I guess, in my case. I made a female, female character like I oh. do. Um, I'm sure yeah. Hubert hates you. Uh, yeah, Hub- me and Hubert have kind of an antagonistic relationship. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Hubert is the... Like sworn uh, right hand right hand man of of Lady Lady Edelgard in the game. So, um, but yeah, l- l- uh, the setting. So it, the game takes place in a, I think it's called Garrig Mock Monastery, which is a it's like a school for the elite people uh, and and a few commoners in there. It's a very Harry Potter esque. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Oh yeah, very. Okay. Yeah. Actually, and I, I thought that before I read a headline somewhere in gaming games media that it's the best Harry Potter game that's ever come out. They um, even have owls flying around all over the place. Yeah, yeah, the, they yeah do. there's owls and there's there's random cats. Uh, it's very much uh, you know because the professors of the thing they you know you become your character becomes a professor of whichever house you choose. Uh, that and that's also a very like Harry Potter thing. Uh, but it also seems to have kind of political system of like a like a Game of Thrones almost, uh, oh, yeah. with with the backstory and all that stuff. So it combines a lot of different interesting elements uh, to make a very very compelling world and a compelling setting for a video game. They have intra house competitions for things, uh, mock battles, all that all that fun stuff. So you're you're constantly pitted against the other house, which again feels very much like like Harry Potter. Um, so that's also yeah. a very cool thing. That actually inner house competition is uh, really fun. Like my favorite mission that we've done so far was when it was the war versus the eagle and lion. Mm-hmm. Like that was like my favorite moment in the game so far. Just how cool like that whole battle was that you had to do against the other houses. Yeah. Uh. So, well, I mean, let's get into thoughts, okay? I mean, Eric, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts ultimately? Thoughts ultimately. Yeah. For my first, my first ever Fire Emblem game. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I uh, to mention, you're, you're you're the newcomer here. It's it's really it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I haven't been sucked into a game like this in a really long time. Like, yeah. I wasn't even gonna buy it until I think I heard you guys talking about it last week, maybe. Okay. Um, and I was like, uh, I think uh, Will mentioned it had like Persona esque stuff in it with like the social links, and I was like, uh-huh. okay, I'm in. Um, and it's great. Like those those things are so well done. Um, I think the story up to this point is at least on par with Final Fantasy Tactics, which mm-hmm. I think is saying something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know it's 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 great. Like my first impression is I'm gonna go play all the other Fire Emblem games. Yeah. Nice. You're in for a treat. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I mean, I ultimately love the game too. Like you, I haven't been sucked into a game like this because I've put. Uh, we talked about it before the episode started, but I put thirty five hours in since it came out on Friday, uh, which is a lot for me. It's been a couple late nights. It's been a couple of uh, put on a movie for the kids so I can steal a few minutes here and there. And I think Will's playing it right now as we're, as we're. Yeah, it looks like. I, it. I see the, record, the the reflection off the Iwo Jima poster in the back. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm I'm at twenty five hours, and I didn't get it till sunday i think so oh that's wow nuts so you would you would have been ahead of me then probably maybe maybe yeah um yeah and if, again uh, you know in the fire emblem games the 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 
tactics the battle system is you know the the meat and bones of the game but i feel like in this one there's so much more to do than the other fire emblem games the other fire emblem games the everything was is more streamlined and simplified with this one this one you know you spend a lot of your time wandering around the campus and talking to people and uh getting to know the characters that's really important in the game uh when you know events kind of come to a head i've i've been the only one that's come to the time skip the fabled time skip in the game um when when it all kind of you know falls apart yeah i don't want to say fan, like... uh, yeah yeah i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything uh but yeah, yeah but i mean it, it seems like it's going that direction yes sure. yeah you you uh, could definitely feel feel the foreboding and, and yeah like, I mean, something's ten- gonna tensions happen are really rising like i just got past the remire mission and oh yeah yeah like you can really feel like stuff stuff's going down yeah um will what do you yes think? Uh, so it's funny. I was thinking about this like today when I was playing it. Like the main gameplay mechanic is like the fighting. Like that's like what the game is based around. But it's not even my favorite part of the game. Like I love the exploration aspect of it, where you're just kind of walking around like the the monastery, talking to all the students, trying to raise your professor level, like having um, like trainings with different students to raise their stats and stuff like that it's so well fleshed out being able to do all that and you can actually like make a character how you want as opposed to the other fire emblem games you wasn't as easy to like pull that off yeah because uh, this one you can basically instruct them you can pick one or two skills that you want them to learn uh and you can like provide lectures to improve those skills for those students so uh for example like i use petra as an assassin so she's using her sword and bow so basically she just flies around the map and just kills everything super quick because I have her bow and sword stuff so high and she's got a high speed and she's got a lot of uh, movement. So like she's the assassin on the team, but then I have someone like uh, Ferdinand who was pathetic to start the game, but now that I have him on a horse yeah. uh, as a cavalier and a, soon to be a paladin, like now he's buzzing around the map like getting her, like early hits on so Petra can run in and like do some uh, do some damage and do the killing blow. And I also really like you can recruit students from other houses. Yeah. Um, that's I, one of my favorite things. You sh- so. I, I'll just give a little hint here. Uh, you should definitely focus more on that than I did in the game. I'm at the point now where I can't, right now, at least right now, get any more characters. And I'm one, sometimes two short on a battle, which you know puts me at a disadvantage right away. So uh, definitely oh, get man. more characters than you need to. So well, Luckily, uh, I recruited one. I recruited uh, Shamir, actually okay uh who's who's been amazing luckily uh but yeah i didn't i didn't ha- i didn't end up recruiting anyone else unfortunately because i lost a character Ooh. yeah i lost Bern- i lost bernadette oh no yeah <laughs> which stinks she shouldn't have left her room I, yeah Dan, she knew jerk. she knew all along i was taking her into battles and she knew to just stay in her room you said um, hey there's cake out here come yeah. on out here there was no cake <laughs> yeah uh, but so, but Shamir was a, a good replacement because she was going to be my archer. Um, Bernadette was, and but Shamir filled that role. Shamir is really good. Yeah, she like, is. Just right off the bat. I do want to say one thing though. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should go around and recruit all of the students. No, from the maybe, other houses, maybe three or four. Tops. Um, so. For reference, I only am recruiting, have recruited two, and those are the only two I'm going to recruit. And it was Felix from Blue Lions and Lysynthia from Golden Deer. Uh-huh. Um, I recruited Lysynthia because I hated Hubert so much, uh, and I wanted a new mage. And she's literally a monster on the battlefield. So okay. I recruited her. 
Uh, and I liked Felix a lot from the Blue Lions, just like his kind of cocky, like no nonsense attitude he had. Because uh-huh. um, a lot of the people in the Black Eagles are kind of irreverent isn't the right word but kind of silly like ferdinand is oblivious like bernadetta doesn't like to leave her house like you know it's just like a nice different character dynamic to add into there um so that's why i recruited those two and i want to recruit some of the instructors but after that i don't want to take too many more because like i want to get to know the specific students for the each like house more yeah um i think the instructors will automatically agree to join you at a certain level because I got all of them already just th- immediately after asking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I got Shamir without having to raise anything. I just like hit the thing and she was like, okay. So yeah, I don't know that it seems, it seems like maybe those are unlocked at level or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I know with some of the recruiting, like if you're recruiting a student, there's two ways to go about it. You got to raise your support with them up to, I think it's a B you need to be or yeah. Okay. Or you got to do a specific skill. So like Lysynthia wanted you to have a high faith and magic skill. Um, so if you have like a, sorry, continue. Will. there's Corey. Hey, oh, uh, I'm thinking, uh, hang on, I just, uh, accidentally hung up on Will. <laughs> Are you still recording? Yeah, of course. Sorry. No, that's not your fault. Uh, I, I... join call. But I ended up getting with Cynthia too, and I didn't have anything in Magic or Faith. I just had my support at B, I guess, and she just asked to join. Yeah. Which is kind of how I got her too, because Faith is like the magic, or the healing kind of tier yeah. of uh and i didn't really want like i kind of want um my main character to have like more offensive magic as opposed yeah. to healing so yeah so i'm, I'm hoping uh, i can get ingrid now too and that's the only one i want i might get uh mercedes as well because i actually don't like linhart that much like i get that he's here to fight but he's also mostly here for naps so <laughs> yeah not a linhart fan really not, he's just here <laughs> for naps He's kind of an example of being kind of a random personality. That's kind of yeah. Like, but he's actually one of the characters I enjoy the most. Just I don't know if it's because I get the most support with him uh, through be. the other characters, just out of happenstance. So like I learn a lot more about his character when the support stuff with him, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. But yeah, just not not my favorite. How about you, Dan? Who's your favorite character so oh, I'm, far? I'm sorry, I missed the first part of the conversation. Um, I really like Petra. Yeah. I like I like Dorothea. Yep. Um, they're my two like uh, big time killers in the in the game. Um, Edelgard is pretty much unstoppable for me too. Oh yeah, um, I, I have to not use her sometimes. Yeah, in me her too. in her full. I think I can't remember the class name, but she's the one with the fully like huge heavy armor. Uh, and an axe, and she rarely gets hit, uh, and so does my my main character, uh, my professor. She she rarely gets hit too, um, but yeah, uh, Petra especially is exceptionally deadly in my game, and it's 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 a nice thing. Yeah, I have to hold back with using my um, <clears throat> um, the professor uh, Edelgard and Petra sometimes, and let the other students do the damage and like level up because I have them all at level twenty and have them like on their next classes and stuff like that. But like some of them really fell behind. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying not to do that and, and level everybody evenly, 
uh like for a while guys like like lindhart for me was was way behind mm-hmm. and uh it took it took ferdinand a while for me to get to get to a, a level where he was usable yeah he was so, terrible to start he took, was the worst yeah uh, I, I had a lot of squishy characters luckily edelgard from the outset was really powerful uh, Petra seemed to be powerful from the outset. And I actually read uh, if you're if you're playing the game that the Black Eagles is kind of the hardest hardest house to start in, at least if you're a new player, just because of how squishy their characters right are right off the bat. Really? Yeah. Uh, but it also has the most interesting story uh, because I guess it varies very differently based on which house you pick and some of the choices you make uh, in the, in the actual game. So I'm I, like. Yeah. The replay value is just crazy. Like I said, I thirty-five hours in, uh, I'm about halfway through a playthrough. Roughly, it'll probably take me longer than seventy hours if I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, so there's a, a buttload of content in this game, which is very nice to see. It's uh, it's crazy because when you look at Fire Emblem Fates, they did that like branching story mm-hmm. in that game, but you had to buy. It was yeah, three different games essentially. And it was like a hundred dollars or something like that. Like this game has four times the content Fates did, but it's all one sixty dollar package. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an amazing thing that they ended up doing. Yeah, uh, Corey, I'm going to take the opportunity to welcome you into the into the chat. Thanks. It's uh, good to be here. Yeah, Sparky. I wasn't expecting to see uh, another uh, other third person here yeah. as well. Yeah, hi. How are you? Great. How are you? Good. How was your vacation? It was uh, it was excellent. I got very tan, and that's about all I achieved. Awesome. That's, that's what you want on vacation. Absolutely. That is right. Yeah. Um, so, Corey, you're going to hear some Fire Emblem talk. You're going to hear us gush about it, and then you're going to want to buy it, right? Um, I'm probably going to get it anyway. Yeah. Regardless of what you guys say. Um, but I also have to get Dragon Quest Builders, too. So there's like... That's a, Priorities. That's a, a lot of hours right there. Yeah, the no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> I, I don't want to interrupt your your stream, though, so no, you're, you're carry fine. on. I'll okay. just listen. If I have questions, I'll chime in. All right. Sounds good. Uh, any cons for anyone, real quick? As someone, again, like this is my first Fire Emblem game, um, it felt like nothing was tutorialized at all. Yeah. Um. I kind of had to like look some stuff up, um, just kind of like try things a whole bunch of times, just to like make sure I was doing everything correctly. Um, like, I mean, you know, tactics games are—they're all mostly played the same, but like some stuff just was not explained well. Like, yeah. um, I distinctly remember the brigades when they introduce you to oh, the yeah. brigades. That's like, a new thing. You, yeah, but they—they they introduce it at a time where you can't even use one like you're not they don't give you that tutorial pop-up on a battlefield they give it to you when you're walking around the cathedral oh yeah that's um, right which just made no sense to me so you know there was there was a few things that i think they could have done better there but other than that like it's great game of the year right now for sure i'm i'm, I'm with you it's it's my top contender for game of the year also yeah I don't... easily even yeah i I don't like to show my hand, but this is easily my favorite game that I've played this year. Yeah. Um, and I don't even really think it's close, because nothing first... else... Go Sorry, it's, it's, it's the first one I've played all year that I've put more than, like, 15 hours into. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, like, I'm on board with an 80-hour game, 
to the that I want to play two more times. Yeah. Like, I, I've already decided, like, I'm 20 hours into this, I'm already like, yeah, I'll play 200 hours of this. Yeah, I've already decided I'm doing the three playthroughs. Well, I guess four playthroughs. I'm, I'm for sure doing Blue Lions next. Yeah, I'm yeah, already sure. I'm already kind of planning out what I'm going to do in my next playthrough. Like, yeah, how me I'm going to do things wanna, differently. Yeah, like, I want to do Blue Lions, and I want to put everyone on horses. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple minor cons. This, these are nitpicky things. Um, one is how much battery life it chews through. I feel oh. like I can only play my Switch for like an hour and a half or two hours before the before I have to plug in. It's it's like two hours fifteen for me, and okay. I, I've played it I've played it handheld entirely. So yeah. like I'm I'm oh, playing really? like two I'm playing like two and a half hours wait an hour two and a half hours wait an hour. Yeah. Uh, so. my, none of my cords are long enough to where I can sit comfortably and and yep. charge and play at the same time. Uh, but I still do it anyway, even though I'm twisted in an awkward position <laughs> and for hours. And then I'll be like, okay, I've charged, you know, 20%. I can unplug. And then, you know, I get whatever, half an hour of playtime yeah. before I have to charge again. Yep. Whatever it ends up being. But uh, And then small text. I was is, just going to ask about that, actually. Yeah, uh, it's not unreadable. Uh, but, you know, if you're playing on a TV, a smallish TV that's far away, like I, when I play in my living room, um, or uh, if it's late at night and my eyes are getting tired, it's a little hard to read and it gives me a headache. Uh, very minor complaints, though. Very minor complaints. I've heard people talk about the small text. I, I haven't really noticed that much. I guess yeah. it's because I'm only playing in handheld, so it's yeah. like right next to my face all the time. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, trying to think of what else I wanted to cover. Uh, we should it's, probably it's... talk. Go ahead, Will. It's hard because I don't want to spoil anything, too, because, like, I really love the story, but I don't want to get into it for people who yeah. are going to play it, so. Yeah, it's it's a great story. Well, I mean, let's give people a rundown of, of some, because, you know, we've talked about, like, the battles and stuff, but there is a, an, a buttload of stuff, as I talked about earlier, that you can do in the game. So, on your typical week, so your, your uh, what is it, Sunday is the day where you set up the instruction for the week, uh, mm -hmm. so uh, you'll you'll you know pick what you want to tr teach everyone in you can you have uh side activities uh no sunday's ex exploration day right yeah it's, yeah. Mon it's, it's, it's monday, monday that you set it up okay yeah this calendar is weird as opposed to like a normal calendar that you see and they always stop you on saturday for a cutscene of some sort yes it seems like uh okay so yeah monday is the day you get to choose whether you want to explore whether you want to have seminars no, that's Sunday. I'm sorry. Does day doesn't matter. One of the days of the week you get to you get to choose. Uh, yeah, ex exploring the thing. That's where you wander around the 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 campus uh, of the cathedral. Uh, talk to characters. There's a fishing mini game that you can do. Catch fish. It has various things that you do. There's a greenhouse where you grow plants that give you certain things. There's a marketplace where you can uh, buy items and armor and upgrade your stuff with the blacksmith. And that's where you manage your your battalions that you have under your under your characters. Uh, there's a dining hall where you can eat a meal with some of your some of your fellow classmates or uh, cook with fellow classmates. There's a training center where that that's where they have uh, like the we, I think it's monthly they have tournaments. Uh, so sometimes sometimes it's a sword tournament, sometimes it's a lance tournament, uh, sometimes it's just against random characters, sometimes it's against the different houses, which is pretty fun. Um, I actually got really upset in one of those uh, 
sword tournaments because mm-hmm. I had my Petra in it, and uh-huh. she came up against Dimitri, and Dimitri's stats are actually broken. Like, if you look at his, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the way his stats get higher. Like, he, he has the growth a max. bonuses? Yeah, yeah, the growth bonuses. His growth bonuses are broken in almost every stat. Like, he can get higher than everyone else. Really? Yeah. Oh I think the house leader for every house is, gets broken gross. Yes. Like, Dimitri's strength can get up to, like, 55 or something. Wow. And that's just wild. But, yeah, so he came up against my Petra, who was also great, but she got smoked. Okay. There's no shot. The worst is when you get a random crit that knocks your character out. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. 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 It's like, I did the math perfectly to save my heal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's uh, a, like a suggestion box in the in the, the monastery part. I think it's the monastery. In the, the big yeah. church uh, yeah, where you can, so... you know, it'll be a, a note and uh, some things that you can do. And you have to answer, then the person can like it or not, what have you. Uh, there's a choir where you can have a, a choir lesson with uh, a couple characters that you pick. Um, you can have tea with a character, uh, which is which is cool. So you. you yeah, that's know. actually a really funny, like almost pseudo dating game. <laughs> I, I thought that exact same thing because you you have to know the character that you invited to tea. You have to know their interests, so you can yeah. steer the conversation to things they're interested in. And if you are successful three times, you get a huge uh, affinity bonus. And you uh, get to like zoom in and stare at them creepily yeah. while pressing buttons to laugh. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. <laughs> it is a little, yeah. Because they're like 17, 16, 15. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to say something about that, too. Like, <laughs> I was a little worried going in that they were going to have like some really weird student-teacher dynamic stuff. Uh, but it really seems to me like to this point, with the exception of Dorothea, like no one's really flirting with you crazily, um, right. which is cool. Like I assume that's going to be different after the time skip because it's like five years, right? So these are all going to yep. be like mid twenties, young adults. Yeah, yeah, which will be significantly less creepy, especially with like Lysithia, who is fifteen. Like, <laughs> yeah. So Petra is also fifteen. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm glad they sort of like I, I'm sure they're waiting until after the time skip to to bring that stuff on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this isn't spoiling too much, but you can't even get to the highest support level uh, until after the war's over. Apparently, I'm trying to you know. Oh wow. Uh, I'm trying to coddle up to Edelgard, and uh, yeah, it won't let you get to the S level support until to. I think that's when you can marry. Okay. Uh, characters until after the war is over. I don't know what happens in the game after the war is over. I guess I'll find out at some point. But yeah, I'm I'm maxed out at. I guess you can't get past B until time skip time. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so... I only recently started getting A's, so that's yeah. probably the so case. I'm, I'm stuck, at, or maybe it's you're stuck at C. You can't get to B, but it's it's one of those two. So I'm like maxed out with pretty much everybody in my house. You can get to B, but you can't get to A. I think. Okay, there it is. Yeah, so that's, until that's after where I'm at. the time skip. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm missing other activities. Oh, there's a bunch of lost things around the campus that you have to return to their owner, uh, based <laughs> on on what you know about the characters. Again, it's that's that's kind of a neat little puzzle. I've ended up looking up some of those 
uh, just because I never would have guessed them on my own. Yeah, I'm I'm really bad at that. So it's like every time I come across a character, it's like going. It's like Eric's here with his sack of things. Like, is this yours? No. Is this yours? No. Is this yours? No. <laughs> nice. I've had to look it up because I'm like, this is gonna take me forever to figure it out. So I've just been looking yeah. up who gets what. Yep, I'm I'm the same way. Uh, and then you can give them gifts too. You can give your your fellow classmates and or professors gifts. Um, I know there's another. There's got to be another. I think there's another mini game. Yeah, fishing. Yeah, cooking, fishing, and gardening, fishing. I got gardening. I feel like it's in the like right hand side of the map. Mm-hmm. Singing. Or we talk about singing. Yeah. No, I think I covered them all. Yeah, I think you got it. Oh, cooking. So that's that. Cook. There's cooking too. Cook, cooking. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that I mean, there's there's a there's a ton to do in the game, and like well, one of my favorite things about about the game is wandering around campus and and seeing what changes and and how the dialogue changes based on what's happening in the game. Uh, the dialogue when you're having conversations with your students and stuff, uh, it's 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 quite fun. Uh, and then you can do also instead of ex- so you get the choice to explore. Uh, you can have a seminar, which is uh, you pick one of the professors or yourself to do a seminar, and the characters that are interest, most interested in whatever the professor has to say will join you. They they get uh, you know bonuses and experience and all that stuff. Uh, you can choose to battle. There's a uh, one battle that doesn't cost anything to. Uh, as you re- there's professor level too. Again, there's oh, yeah. so many systems to explain. I'll try to cover as much as I can. There's a professor level. The higher professor level, the more like effective you are as a professor. Uh, the more stuff you unlock for the, some of the side and mini games. Um, I know right now I'm trying to. Oh, pro tip! I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when you pick up a rusted weapon, examine it because it could be a magic weapon. No, I've been really? selling them all. Yep, that you that you forge. I got a. I, I didn't notice this until I was maybe 20 or 25 hours into the game. Uh, but I picked up a rusted bow that was uh, that's good. That I think once I get to professor level A or A plus maybe, uh, you can forge it into a bow called Parthia, a mythical bow card called Parthia. So always check those before you sell them. Dang it! God. I don't sell anything except for fish. Oh, so. there you go. Yeah, I try to clear out my inventory as often as I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you just have those sitting in your convoy, definitely check them out before you awesome before you throw them out. Um, did not know that where was i going with that oh but yeah uh you know that's that's tied to your professor level uh helps with your gardening helps with fishing and all that stuff so um uh yeah battling is one of them you get a certain amount of points that you can spend in, in battles uh some of them don't cost anything so you know usually the lower level battles you could just you know they're training or whatever uh and then there's side battles there's ones with a red exclamation mark that have a like a rare enemy that you have to fight uh, and then you can rest also, which increases the motivation of your students, uh, which allows them to learn a little bit better when you're instructing them individually. I pretty much don't. A lot of systems. I don't rest or do seminars. Same. I rested once. Same. I, I did one seminar, and that was because a tutorial popped up, so I thought, hey, I'll do it. And I yeah. haven't touched it since. It's just, I, I usually just do explore, battle, battle, explore, maybe, like... Yeah, that's pretty much what I do, too. Because, like, if you have enough gifts, you can max out motivation. There's enough events that you yeah. can do, like eating and stuff, that you can raise their motivation. So, like, it's not really worth it. And then with the seminars, when you have enough activity points, like, you can learn from the instructors personally a lot yeah, better which is, than... which is what I do. Yeah, so... Because I think my instructor level is a B 
right now. Yeah, I just I think I just hit B. So I just hit B plus. Yeah. It levels. It feels oh. like it levels slow. It does level very slow. It's, it was especially brutal when you started with like the one activity point or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awful. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, any other systems I'm missing? Uh, all the characters seem to have like a little side mission for themselves. The paralog mm-hmm. missions. Yeah, those are cool. I wasn't expecting those. Those yeah. seem, those seem like the most fun missions I've done so far, actually. Yeah, I was actually I those were in other Fire Emblem games where there would be a paralog mission that kind of revolved around the character, and I actually had forgotten those existed until the one with Ingrid came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, awesome! Like these are in here too. Perfect. Yeah, that was that was the first one I got. It was awesome. Yeah, it's just like there's even more content than you already even realize. Exactly. So yeah, awesome, awesome game. It's also funny to me when this game got announced and the concept got out, people were really upset about it. And then, like, when the game actually came out and, like, before leading up to it, when more and more information was coming out about it, like, people got really excited and it's, like, one of the best Fire Emblems now. Yeah. So. With good reason. It's really really well, right? It's got almost a 90 on Open Critic. That's insane. Yeah. It's crazy good. I'm really glad Will used the words Persona to describe it. Because <laughs> if he hadn't, I wouldn't have bought it. They should have just Perfect. called it Persona 5 Tactics. <laughs> Persona 5? Persona should have a tactics series, shouldn't it? They do. It's Fire Emblem. There you go. Yeah, cause the, Fire Emblem, there are, three houses. There are some things uh, like that are in Persona that are in this game, right? Like, it is fairly similar? Social links. Okay. That's, like, start... that's like the biggest Persona thing. Because I started playing Persona right before Fire Emblem came out, and I had to stop because of Fire Emblem. So I was wondering how similar they really are. Because I'm going to go to Persona after I finish my time with Fire Emblem. I mean, they're they're pretty similar. Like, Persona's more of, like, a life simulator. Mm -hmm. Um, So so I guess they're a little bit different in that way. But, like, the social links and all the conversations and, like, good story, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's all there. Persona 5 is one of the few games I've taken the time to actually beat since I became an adult, basically. I think I, mm-hmm. I think I've played like 90 hours of that, so that should tell you. Okay. There, are, there are very few games I actually get around to finishing. Especially games of that length. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can knock out like a 15-hour game, but like these JRPGs, yeah. like I never finished Final Fantasy 15. So. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it hasn't gripped me after like five, six hours, I'm, I'm not going back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, we talked about earlier, like, this is the first game in prob- probably since Breath of the Wild, I think, for me, that's really, like, drawn me in that deeply. Uh, you know, I, I think of a game like like Red Dead, which I really loved and, and would have gotten drawn into it if it wasn't on Xbox. Uh, it's hard for me to just sit down and play hours and hours of Xbox, whereas with the Switch laying in bed and i can't fall asleep i play fire emblem yep Uh, like i said when i've got a few minutes when the kids are occupied playing you know watching movie or if they're actually playing nicely for once and not fighting uh then i can play some fire emblem you know it's it's so much easier to sneak in and and get lost in a game like that when when it's uh available to you at any time or on tv if that's when you how you want to play it i think i played fire emblem until 5 30 in the morning last night wow i saw you get on it like 
I was still playing it. It was like one thirty. Yeah, yeah. I, saw you, two. I saw you going at like one two in the morning last night, which I should not be awake. I work in, in I the morning, so yeah. <laughs> it's, was, it's become a problem. It was two in the morning, and I was like, "Oh, I've got two friends online playing." And sure <laughs> oh, enough, it's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Eric. Yep. Yep. Uh, I just pray my kids don't get up at like six o'clock when I stay up that late. Oh man! But I was lucky. Lucky they didn't. Uh, Corey, do you have any questions? No, I think I missed uh, the early summary, so it was pretty much gibberish from what I heard. Okay. <laughs> no offense. I, th- uh, I thought you yeah. guys did a good job. I just didn't know you were referencing cool. a lot of things you had already talked about, and I don't know anything about this game sure. other than. Um, you know the what the Fire Emblem series is all about. Yeah. Keep it that way and just jump in, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I'll do. Because I knew literally nothing. I didn't even know what Fire Emblem games really were. So. Mm-hmm. And I think I haven't really heard anybody not liking it either. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because like you know, I've visited the Nintendo Switch Reddit. And I haven't seen anyone on there complain about it that I've that I've come across. Oh, give it time, Dan. They'll come out of the woodwork. Oh, I'm sure. After they sure. beat it three times and decide yeah. they don't like it. <laughs> exactly. It sucks. Yeah. It only uh, kept my attention for 180 hours. I'm going to go back to Awakening. It's unplayable. Uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Literally unplayable. Uh, all right, any other final thoughts on Fire Emblem? Eric, we'll start with you. Uh, Persona 5. Do you have anything else? It's Persona 5 Tactics. Buy it if you mm-hmm. think that's interesting. Will, what do you got? Uh, buy it, play it. That's all I got to say. Team Black Eagles. Yeah, go go Black Eagles. <laughs> oh, real quick before before we end, I want to talk about the online component too. Oh, it's because yeah. there is also that. Uh, so I, as I was talking about before, the when you choose whether you want to explore or battle or what have you, it gives you percentages of what other people have picked. Uh, if you as long as you're connected to online. So it's really interesting to see. Uh, it also will give you the top deployment for you know whatever day it was or month it was, or the characters that are most requested for tea. Uh, usually, and that's during a loading screen, so it makes the loading screens a lot less painful because you'll you know be interested in reading. Oh, you know a lot of people chose uh, Bernadetta to you know have tea with them this month or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, it it slightens or lessens the pain of the loading screens. So. Oh, also. Um, the little emblem of um, the professor, like you know, when the bar is loading, yeah. It's the little, yeah. If he you, moves. oh yeah, yeah. If you move the the Joy-Con, he runs along the loading bar. You can make him jump by pressing B. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. that either. Yeah, you can make him jump. I just found that out like this afternoon, and I haven't had a chance to play it since. And I, I can't. Well, I for multiple reasons, I can't wait to go back and play it. But that's that's one of them. So it's so it's so funny. Oh wait, one more question. Yeah, does your guys' Byleth, like, always dodge and then, re- like, re- yes. like attack again with a critical? <laughs> like, yes. almost every time? Okay. Yes. Uh, who, who, who does? Byleth, the, your professor. Oh, I named my, my professor something. Biden knows Byleth was the standard name. Yeah, Byleth is, like, the generic name for the main character. Like, Robin was yeah. for Awakening. Yeah, like, as, oh, as, broken, gotcha. as broken as Edelgard is in my game, my Byleth is more broken. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think he's like level twenty five or something. Like, he kills all the things. 
it feels good to just clear a battlefield even when you're facing tough enemies like i'll have a few few units i have to protect um but yeah edelgard and and my my main character and uh even like ferdinand now they pretty much don't get hit so i just put them out i let them soak up and then i have my other units filter in for the damage behind works out great i think i accidentally over leveled like i need to maybe stop doing those side battles for a while because like most of my party is almost at level 20 already and Uh like the missions i'm getting are like level 13 i think so oh wow yeah i I think like slow down i think this is a good game to play on a higher difficulty i'm definitely going to do hard on new game plus for sure yes same here for sure i i haven't had to restart a battle yet like so i hardly i didn't even have to use the divine oh the divine pulse by the way is like a rewind rewind mechanic yeah yeah they added a rewind mechanic (laughs) and i have you can use it uh three up to three times per battle and you can upgrade it so you can do it like five Mm -hmm. oh i didn't know you could upgrade it Yeah, yeah i got an extra one for doing one of those paralogs Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. See, you learn things new even at 35 hours. Yeah. So, pro t- another pro tip. Do the paralogs. Do the paralogs. Okay. Uh, let's move into nibble bits. Will, what do you got for nibble bits? Yeah. You know Nothing? I, you know what? I, I, <laughs> I had, you don't have anything, Well, I had the deal. intention of while we talked about Fire Emblem to grab a couple, but then... I got so into the conversation that I have none. That's fine. I've got a got a couple small ones. I also have not put as much time into the nibble bits as I would have liked. But well, he, well, here's one uh, real quick. Just just throw yeah. it out there. The new Call of Duty is going to reintroduce kill streaks instead of uh, score streaks. I I really like that change. I did not like score streaks. So hmm. that's I don't it. even know what that is. Basically, when you would get assist, it would count towards the points that you would get, and then you could get a kill streak like perk through that. Um, I just like getting the kill. It brings me back to the old school Call of Duties. Gotcha. And also Heroes out in Smash Brothers too. So download that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Dragon Quest Eleven Hero. Yep. Nice. Also a good game. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Smash. Smash and Dragon Quest. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey. I know Corey's played a lot of Dragon Quest. The Eleven, right? Yeah. Yes, I have. Um, I would say probably 20 hours. Yeah, that's that's another game I've gotten like 20, 25 hours in. I'm like definitely going to finish it at some point. Yeah, yeah, I've I've put it off for a while, but I, I, it's one of those ones I have in the back of my head that I keep saying like, all right, I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go back to it because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's cute. Yes, it's cool. Very very cute. And I uh, just so... actually speaking of nibble bits, Dan. Apparently, yeah, there's fair. going to be a Dragon Quest announcement on August 3rd. Oh, really? DQ12? I have no idea what it could be. Um, Considering the only Dragon Quests I played were 1 and 11. That's actually really funny, because the only (laughs) Dragon Quests I played were 1 and 11. (laughs) For sure. There's something to that, I think. (laughs) I think so. Uh, So next up on Nibblebits, in a surprise announcement that I don't think anyone expected. Obsidian announced that its newest first-person RPG, Outer Worlds, is coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, So it's going to release on all the other platforms on October 25th. Uh, The Switch release is going to come sometime afterwards. I think that's awesome. Yeah. The the more games on the Switch, uh, 
if they do motion controls, I might actually get it for the Switch. I mean, everything just needs to be on the Switch. Yep. So I'm in total uh, I'm probably just going to play it on Xbox or PC because it's one of those mm-hmm. games that's going to be out on Game Pass when it releases. Like, on uh, release. Is it really? Yeah. I already have it preloaded on my PC. Oh, wow. So I'm just, I didn't know just that. waiting for October to hit that button when it'll go. That's right, because Obsidian's owned by Microsoft now. Which is cool. Because Microsoft yeah. is really good at just giving people money and saying, do your thing, and that's what Obsidian really needs. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, so I would probably play it on PC yeah. then. Because shooters I can't do with controls unless it's motion controls on the Switch. Same, I need a mouse. Yep. I... Uh, so there was. Go ahead. Uh, I have a Fire Emblem nibble bit, funnily oh, enough. Oh, let's hear it. Um, the developers did talk about recently the most popular houses. Like, they have that information. Um, Golden Deer is actually the most popular, followed by Blue Lions, followed by Black Eagles. So we're actually in the minority. That's surprising really? to me. Is yeah. that weird? Is that... Look, Golden Deer is ahead by, like, a vast majority. Really? Yeah. People really love Claude. He's Prince. So He looks like Prince. Like, that's yeah. why. <laughs> do, you think, do you think the stats we get are from the U.S. only? Uh, I think it's including Jap- uh, Japan, too. And they, I think okay. Japan's had the game longer. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because I know all my all my stats are are very heavily Black Eagles. Yeah, I think I've they, noticed that too. At deployment rates and stuff. They tailor it to you, like it's like so it tells you your most used units, like for online. Like they so tailor that towards the Black Eagles. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because I was like, nobody can oh, love Bernadette this see. much. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it's like every. I yeah. see. Um, and also, uh, Pokemon Go hit 1 billion views, or downloads, I mean. Pokemon Go hit 1 billion downloads. Which Jeez, that's crazy. That, that um, is crazy. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's all I got. I tried to grab at least a nibble bit for you guys. Nice. Uh, I got two more quick ones. The first is that the original Diablo is now playable on web browsers. Whoa. A group of pro- programmers called Devolution took it upon themselves to reverse engineer the game's code. For preservation's sake, uh, bugs, poorly written code, and all. Uh, the group of modders, then a group of modders called Rivsoft, made the game playable for anyone with a browser uh, by going to diablo.rivsoft.net. That's R I V S O F T.net. Uh, there you can download Devolution source code and drag and drop it onto the screen and start playing. So that's pretty cool. This is amazing. Yeah, and then apparently, if you have the game, like if you bought it on GOG, then you could there's something else you can do uh if you're interested more interested in it just go to our twitter feed that has all the links and stuff on there for that uh then my last one is that nintendo has added labo vr support to captain toad treasure tracker in the form of four different levels so i'm gonna have to give that a try too so that was that Corey, how was your week what's up it was pretty good as i mentioned uh, you had a vacation uh which was nice as as I go into every vacation, I have big plans and achieve usually none of them. However, <laughs> this time I managed to achieve a couple of them, and one of them was to finish the first book in Asimov's Foundation series. Um, mm-hmm. I had been reading it since probably January of 2018, so uh, <laughs> I tend to read extremely slowly unless I manage to find a big chunk of time and, and just binge read, which I actually did to another book that I started while I was there, I got almost 200 pages in, was um, Kings of the Wild, which is something I've been reading a lot about 
Um, it's about these it's high, high fantasy, uh, but it's set in this universe wherein mercenary bands are really popular, almost as popular as like rock groups are today. And they're really celebrated, and they have uniforms, and they parade down the street and everything. But anyway, uh, the story is centered around this one group of washed-up mercenaries who used to be in a very popular, maybe the world's most popular mercenary band back in the day, but they're very ineffective. So it's 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 mostly high fantasy, but like part parody. So it's really funny. Um, it actually got me to laugh out loud a couple of times. Uh, there's this one character. They do a, they go into great detail about this one thing. It's kind of it's kind of uh, similar to the grace is it the grayscale in Game of Thrones, the disease that the characters get. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's this one wizard that's took it took it taken it upon himself to try and cure the grayscale. And uh, he introduces his former bandmates to this one treant that he's trying to heal. And um, there's this long, basically a whole chapter about the whole thing. And then uh, it just cuts to the next chapter, and they're just talking about the funeral for the treant because he was just un- unsuccessful <laughs> in his ability to heal the character. Uh, I don't know. It's just funny stuff like that that, that really tickles me. Um, What's the name of the book? Kings, Kings, Kings of the Wild. Okay, I'm adding it to my Amazon wish list. Uh, very easy to read. One of those page turners that you know you don't even think about, and you're pages and pages into it. Um, I think the author has won like best newcomer award. I don't know. I, I'm not a very bookish person, so um, I don't really. It's not on Amazon. I. It's not. Maybe it's King of the Wilds. King of the Wilds. King of the Wild. Who's the author? Nicholas Ames. E A M E S. Okay. Yeah, I found it. It's Wild with the W. Or yeah, uh, oh. Y. Wild with the Y. Sorry, W Y L D. That's the band. That's the band. Of book the book one. There it is. Yep. I'm gonna read this. Thanks, Corey. Yeah. Uh, highly recommended. But the sequel is called Bloody Rose, and I'm excited for that one as well. Um, I don't really even know what it's about, but. It's also very well reviewed, so I'm excited for it. And it's gotten me want, wanting to write again, which is uh, I haven't felt like that in a while. But knowing me, it's it'll just be a passing interest, and, and I'll forget about <laughs> a it. Passing fancy, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, there was that. Uh, what else did I accomplish? Oh, I played a little bit of Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age, uh, which I can talk about in what we played. I didn't really get much video game time. Um, the little bit of time that I did get, I also spent playing Dr. Mario World. Um, yeah, I, I want to get your thoughts on that, Corey. Yeah, I'll talk about that too, but I just, long story short, I rage quit that. Um, and yeah, not really a rage I don't quit. blame you. More of just like, a, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my time? Uh, but I can talk yeah. about that later. Um, other than that, I don't think I had anything else worth chatting about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, Well, work and all my free time has been Fire Emblem, honestly. Nice. So, I mean, there's nothing nothing really big or new at all. Okay. That's the life right there. Yeah. Yeah. Work in one video game. Yes. Cannot complain. Yep. Uh, Will, what do you got? Ah, uh, really nothing. I literally avoided all of my friends today so I could play Fire Emblem from when I woke <laughs> up until right now. 
I just started answering people, so uh, that was pretty much been my day today, and not much changed during last weekend too. So mm-hmm. nice. Uh, I got a couple things. I I watched another movie, which is wow, just crazy. Yeah, it's uh, I watched Zootopia. Oh, that's a good one. It was really good. Uh, I, really, the only time I can watch movies is if it's something my kids pick and they want to watch it. So it's always going to be a kids' movie. But this, you know, this one had a lot of good, uh, like social commentary and stuff in it. I agree. Uh, the part with the sloths, Corey, at the DMV, yep. was laugh out loud funny yep. for me. It was so <laughs> so well done. Yeah. Um, it was a really funny movie. Definitely, if you like, uh, if you like the animated movies, it's definitely one to see. I thought it was was really good. Um, the, my wife was away for the weekend, which was that's, strange. That's why you played so much Fire Emblem. <laughs> well, I I stayed up until really late. Uh, what was it? she was so she was left early Saturday morning, came home like Saturday afternoon. Oh. Um, so that yeah, so I played really late Saturday night and on the TV in our bedroom. After I, I put the kids to bed, and I went immediately right into our bedroom uh, with my snacks <laughs> and my seltzer water, and uh, partied it up on, <laughs> on uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, also, Corey, I want to talk about this too. Uh, dinnerly, yeah. Uh, so we're up to five meals a week for dinnerly. Nice. Um, it has saved us so much. Uh, anguish both trying to get to the grocery store yeah and trying to plan out weeks worth of meals yeah um because it's just they come to your house you just check and make sure everything's there if it's not you let them know you know mm-hmm. and then they'll uh, probably give you but, a free box uh we got a couple credits oh you did for some stuff we were missing now that we haven't gotten a free box but i don't know if it's different because we get five meals in a week oh it could be um, it's also helped with portion control. I've always been an overeater, yep. um, but the meals, for the most part, other than one or two, were very satisfying and filling enough to the point where I wasn't overstuffed, uh, but not hungry yeah. either. So that's also also a great thing. So if you're looking for a, because a lot of them are too expensive. This one's five dollars per person per meal. Mm-hmm. So it's really uh, it's really worth it in my opinion. Yep. Uh, like I said, we go through, we waste so much less food too, because you know it's hard to buy all that produce ahead of time and make sure you use it. It's just you know, yeah. we just the only thing we have to decide is what we're gonna cook for which day. Yep, uh, it's it's amazing. So you wow, mean you yeah. guys don't do the thing that Sophie and I do, where it's like uh, I both of us feel like we've made more than the other person, so nobody is willing to cook them, so they just go bad and <laughs> we throw them out. No, I pretty much I've cooked all I've cooked all of them so far. So have I. Uh, that's that's oh oh gotcha. <laughs> it's mostly no, my. No, that's protest. my. Go ahead. Gotcha. Cooked enough. It's your turn. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh... Well, they're not hard to make, right? No, nope. not 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 hard. Um, they're for me. It's like that's my relax relaxation time after, you know, the kid. You know, my wife will get home and I'll start cooking supper. That's my free time although the kids always want me to pick them up and get them snacks while I'm, while I'm cooking so of course there's that i almost speaking of that dan i almost stabbed some people uh towards the end of our vacation it, we were in a house with seven other people um uh-huh. seven of my fiance's family and they're all nice people like i have no complaints about that but as someone who needs their alone time to like recharge and be happy again 
uh, it's it was a long vacation because I didn't really get any of that. And the last yeah. day we were there, I was helping cook dinner and I was making a cheese board. And uh, I wasn't drinking that day because we had to drive the next day and I didn't want to be grumpy at all. But the problem with that is when you're the only one that's not drinking and everyone else is, then you're even more oh, annoyed. Yeah. So I was making what I thought was a really nice cheese board and people were just hovering and I'd cut a slice of cheese and they'd grab it. And I'd cut a slice of cheese, and they'd grab it. And I was, I was seriously about to stab somebody. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So yeah, for to have kids running around asking for snacks while you're cooking dinner just reminded me of that. Well, and I always tell mom, like, because she used to yell at us to get out of the kitchen, to get out of her way when she was cooking, and she would also yell at us that the kitchen's closed. I'm not making you any more food. You know, at the t- when you're a kid, you don't you don't understand. And I I always make a point to tell her, like, Mom, I understand now yeah. where you're coming from. Yep. Like, it is impossible to try to cook a meal when you have kids like lank rolling around the floor when you're trying to move between places in the counter. Yeah. And then like at at, at a certain point, I just don't want to get food or make food anymore. That's like my entire day. Mm-hmm. When especially now when they're home in the summer. I don't even let Fiona sniff around the kitchen floor because if I like accidentally kick her. Uh-huh. It just makes me into the Hulk. Like, I want to yeah. punt her out the window. And it's not, I mean, she's yeah. just sniffing for food, but it's just so right. annoying to me yeah. when I'm trying to accomplish something in the kitchen. So I was like, Mom, I get it. I totally get it now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the last thing, so I had complained about this a couple of weeks ago. My phone was running games really, really crappy, uh, especially when compared to watching. i specifically for harry potter wizards unite uh i would watch it played on my wife's phone and i was jealous of how smooth and nice it looked and my phone it was like choppy and it didn't run well and it crashed and it was the same with uh dr mario well i figured out and i don't know when this happened but my phone switched over to battery saving mode on games mm. and that was making them run like absolute garbage so i switched that off and now it runs like it's like magic wow. and butter and it made me such a much better uh, Dr. Mario World player. I actually started winning a little bit uh, when I played online. I haven't done that in a while, but uh, it made everything so much better. And it, I don't know. It's crazy that just switching over to a battery saving or switching off the battery saving mode. And I feel like the battery's gotten better since I switched the battery saving mode off. I have no idea why that would be, but funny how that it works. doesn't matter. But anyway, my, my casts are a lot better in Harry Potter now. So You nerd. Yeah, oh, I we every night when uh, when we go on our walk, I have Harry Potter up like mounted on the stroller for the kids, and I do my wizarding while we're going on our walk. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. So that's all I got for my week. Uh, let's talk about what we played. Um, Eric and Will only played Fire Emblem, right? Oh yep. yeah. Nothing else to share. No time for anything else. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I've got a couple mobile mobile things. Corey, you want to talk about Dr. Mario World? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I'll let you get started because I filled in my thoughts on it a couple weeks ago or last week or whatever. Yeah, if you had asked me yesterday what I thought about before yesterday what I thought about it, I would tell you that I really loved it. But um, after getting to – it might have been the second-to-last world or the last world. In every world, they introduce a new mechanic. And this one was that the clouds were – or I'm sorry, the – what do they call them? The viruses? Is that what you call them? Yeah, yeah. Um, the viruses in the last world, or second to last world, have a cloud over them that sometimes is there and sometimes isn't. I don't know if it's on a timer or what. Uh, 
but when that happened, it just kind of revealed to me how shallow that game really is. Um, and I don't want to say it's a bad game. I just think in terms of depth, there's nothing there. Because yeah. it, I, I get it. It's a mobile game, and it's meant to meant for microtransactions and all that, that stuff. But anyway, um, it just made me realize like how pointless all my time spent playing that game was. Because with that mechanic, that just was only, as I described to you guys in our chat, was only annoying. Like, it didn't force me to come up with any new, like, meaningful strategies or reveal a deeper level of the game that I hadn't seen before or considered before or needed to consider before. Um, it just felt incredibly shallow, and it made me think about how much time I spent getting to level 160 or something like that, um, only to realize I'm basically doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again for all 160 levels. Uh, and as, even as much as I enjoyed like the versus mode, to me, that was just like a frantic scrap scramble every time. Yeah. And even that felt extremely shallow once I kind of put everything together. I probably put 20 hours into the game uh, to get yeah. that far. So, I mean, yeah. maybe it's not as bad as I'm making it sound right now, but uh, I don't know. It's just, I just, after I saw what that new mechanic was in that last world, I'm like, all right this is stupid and i just deleted it and i don't really yeah, ever think i'll go back that adds a second because the, the there's a couple elements of chance in that game and that's the the capsules that you get uh the location of the viruses changes a little bit yeah and, but that adds another element of, of randomness like right. you know a lot if you don't if you don't remember what's where yeah then when you're trying to maneuver stuff like out you know when 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 the capsules are falling yeah you know, you just forget, and you put it in the wrong spot, or that you know, and then you have to clear whatever capsule is the wrong color off. I agree. I was annoyed, very annoyed with those parts, Corey. Uh, I was able to soldier on, fortunately, but I've been stuck on. I told you, I've been stuck on level one ninety nine. I think there's two hundred levels. Mm -hmm. I've been stuck on level one ninety nine for probably four or five days, yeah. and I I keep trying to go back and do it, and I've gotten close a couple times, like within one or two viruses of of being able to finish but i haven't been able to do it um so my like my my routine when i when i get on my phone is to uh, boot up harry potter first to see if i have any any uh confoundables or whatever on the on the screen or, or ingredients to pick up uh and then when there's if and when there's nothing on there then i'll go to dr mario and i'll try right now i only try that level once once at a time the first probably week or so when i was like blazing through the levels i played a lot of that game like you Corey, i probably probably 20 or 25 hours altogether mm -hmm. uh, because it was it was you know fun and new and it's it was dr mario but yeah i agree they i think they put a few too many of those stupid extra gameplay elements that that didn't need to be there yeah took the it sucked the fun out of it immediately for me yeah yeah so i'm, I'm i would like to finish i'm like i said i'm still occasionally just working on level 199 and then who knows what's going to be waiting for me on level 200 i'm not looking forward to it but i would like to finish at this point because i'm that close oh um so. another thing that annoyed me about that that fed into my decision um right. i sort of got the impression that when you staff up when you get a new character um if if it's one you already have it just levels up the character yeah um and that happened the first time i got a second shy guy and it made me level two well then i got a third shy guy and it made me level two and a half Oh, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, 
first of all, um, I was lucky that I had gotten a third Shy Guy, uh, but it just it sort of exposed to me how long it would take me to level up my characters in any meaningful way, um, yeah. considering how much time I had already spent in the game. Yeah, I'm wondering if I, on the level I'm in, need to level level stuff up, and that's that's what I'm missing. I haven't done it yet. I haven't spent a dime on the game because I refuse to. Same. Uh, I have no problem, you know, like I had no problem buying Pokeballs for Pokemon Go, or uh, I've uh, once or twice I bought Spell Energy for uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. A lot of it too is because I have Google credits that I earn through Google, the Google reward thing. Right. Um, so it's not actually me spending money, but I have spent you know actual money on those games but yeah well my rule for for spending money in those kind of games is does it enhance my enjoyment of it um if it's if it's only to fix an annoyance then i'll right. never spend the money on it sure. because that's what Which they in want that case you to it do. Would have been. yeah um but speaking of that i also quit harry potter for that same reason um i started prestiging the oh, pages yeah. so i don't know yep. and i'm just like holy crap this goes to prestige like level 10 or something like that how long am i gonna have to play this to like <laughs> achieve anything yeah very long yeah okay so i don't play that anymore either all right do you have anything on mobile you're you're hot for right now um i actually with the new i got a new xbox 360 controller um the bluetooth one but it comes with the yeah. little xbox adapter yeah. i'm like 99 percent sure i can connect that via bluetooth to my iphone yeah yeah they're bluetooth controllers you can do that with any bluetooth controller yeah all right because Listening to you guys last week talk about your yearly playthroughs of Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh. It's making me go. think that maybe that's the game I'll play on mobile for a little while. There you go. That's a more yeah, meaningful experience. Go. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. with a controller would make it very nice. Yeah. It's it's fine touchscreen. I'm pretty sure when I played it uh, for 4 in February a few years ago, it was on uh, on my phone. Yeah. It's, it is fine. Um, I just didn't like flipping through menus and inventory management and stuff um, with a touchscreen. Yeah. The actual gameplay itself is fun, but that yeah. uh, interface is not great for, for touchscreen. Sure. Okay. Did you play anything else, Corey? Um, uh, Mario Fantasy Maker 12. 2. Oh, yeah, Final Fantasy twelve, Zodiac Age. I've only played enough to get to the first save point. I really like mm -hmm. the setup of the game. I don't know what was added for this, the Zodiac Age version. Um, but I, I know I've played Final Fantasy XII before, and I don't remember the opening cinematic being as cool as it was in the Zodiac Age. I could be totally wrong about that. I don't know if it was added. Um, but the setup is really cool. Uh, it re reminds me of some anime that I've watched, and one that I'm watching now called Grand, Grand, Grand Crest War. Um, something like that. It's political. Um, there's two warring, two or three warring kingdoms. There's a marriage that's supposed to settle a bunch of things, uh, but it turns out at that wedding ceremony, the two kings on either side are attacked and killed, uh, which sends everything into chaos again. And the way I the way I see it, the game going, and granted, again, I'm probably 30 minutes into it, uh, is that you're going to be the sort of Ramza in the whole thing, like in between both factions, figuring out um, 
who's good, who's bad, and playing a big role in saving the world. Imagine that for a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. It's really cool that you compared it to tactics like that, because it's the same world as tactics. Yes, same it is. designer. It's like, it's yeah. really it's really cool. That's, that's the thing I liked the most about 12, was all the political stuff, which tactics yeah. also nailed. So uh, you, you've played through all of 12? Yeah. Nice. Um, am I going to love it, or just like it? Uh, how'd you feel about 15? I love 15. I think you'll probably love it. Okay. Um, it's a lot of, it's like running around on the main world and hunting stuff, and yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think, I think you'll probably love it. Cool. I feel like 12, when it came out, wasn't that well received, but it's since been, uh, retroactively appreciated i guess definitely like well when it first came out like it, it plays kind of like an mmo and obviously it was right after 11 so everybody was yeah. like oh they mmoified our final fantasy um but it still plays really well like the gambit system is really cool so okay i've heard that i'm excited to yeah. uncover all that stuff yeah because you, you played on the switch right Corey? i think i saw you play it on the switch. that is correct well i went to buy did i tell you guys my gamestop experience no. I Oh maybe maybe you did, but go ahead. I wanted to get Dragon Quest Builders for the trip, um, but Amazon wasn't gonna deliver it in time. So I was like, you know what, I have some stuff I want to trade in at GameStop anyway. Uh it was Red Dead and like some old three sixty controllers. And I think there were four three sixty controllers and I got like eighty bucks for all that stuff. Nice. Yeah, it was an awesome haul. And I'm like, all right, I'll take Dragon Quest Builders too. And he's like, Oh, we don't have any. And I was like, Oh man. The other game I was thinking about was Zodiac Age. Um and he's like, Oh, yep, that's our last one. Um, so I got that, but I still have like forty dollars GameStop credit. Um but well yeah, so while well, you guys were talking, I got on Amazon and I'm like, Alright, I'll just order Dragon Quest Builders. Uh, it says it's available, but ships in one to two months. And then I looked for Fire Emblem, and it's just not available on Amazon. Huh. Target, I know, had Fire Emblem for $50. So, Do you want only if you're looking. physical copies? I just yes. bought it digital. Oh, okay. Um, I don't keep games, and rarely will I go back and play games unless it's something I really, really enjoy. So you may as well um, be able to trade it in. Exactly. I totally get that. Yeah. I just download everything for ease, basically. Yeah. Impatient. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's what I'll I feel I like with the, with the Switch, the the whole physical versus digital is is kind of more of a conundrum than it is on other platforms. Yeah. Uh, cuz I, I told uh one of my friends who got his kids a Switch, I was like, "Buy your kids digital games cuz they're going to get lost." Oh yeah. And, and now I'm uh with with, you know, me having a Switch, my son having a Switch, we're probably going to get my daughter a Switch Lite. Um, we have to have physical because we can't have all those games on all those systems digitally. Uh, and it, like me and my son were fighting over Mario Maker for weeks <laughs> until Fire Emblem came out. Uh, you know, I had it on my Switch, and then he wanted it in his. But my Switch was down here in the studio for recording stuff. It was such a pain. Uh, so I, I see both sides there, but it's it's definitely more interesting conundrum with with the Switch than than you know, on the Xbox or anything else. Mm -hmm. I tried getting Fire Emblem physical copy. Yeah. Walmart wouldn't have Oh, that's me. right. Yeah, that's right. You went to get it at Walmart. At, Walmart at midnight, had a right? deal where there, it was supposed to be like 50 bucks, right? Yeah. That was all lies. Uh, figures. <laughs> figures. <laughs> I got there at like 1230 at night and asked about it, and they just go, ah, oh, we don't have it. 
It didn't even look. Didn't even look, and I was just like, "This is my fault for trusting in Walmart." Probably, yeah. Right. So I did. You were also brave to go to Walmart that late at night, especially the ones where we are pretty dangerous. Yeah, I got stared at walking in. I bet. Yeah. And yeah, that was my Walmart experience, and I, like I said, wasn't even mad because it was my fault. For well, did you wait? Did, did you, you to... get stared at walking in because you were wearing yoga pants? <laughs> uh, no, I was wearing I was wearing shorts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually had did just... you go to the one in Johnson City? That one actually closes at night now. Uh, I don't blame them because had... that was a that was a they... SHIT show at night. Yeah, they had so many issues they just closed it. Good call. At night, so I think it closed at like midnight now. Yeah, the other one's not quite as dangerous, but it's still dangerous. It was still kind of kind of scary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where were we? Corey, do you, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just briefly, Mario Maker 2. I haven't played since before vacation, but man, speaking of our game, games of the games of the year, um, that's up there for me. I've had so much fun playing Mario Maker 2, and I do want to thank Dan for praising uh, the level that I toiled over. I was actually many, just about to nights. say, Corey, I loved your level. You did it love it? Top... It was a great level, yeah. That's good. That top makes two... me feel good, because I spent a ton of time on that. It was so good. I love dance Top level two too. themed levels. Yeah, I love dance your levels participation really trophy level. It made me feel good. I still. I, <laughs> that was that was the point. You know uh, what's <laughs> offensive about that though is I spend maybe fifteen hours building my level. Uh, if I had to total it all up, and Dan, how long did you probably spend on your participation trophy level? Well, here's the thing: it was a copy from a original Mario Maker <laughs> level, so I didn't even I didn't have, even have to plan out the concept yeah. or anything. So I just, you know, probably 20 minutes right. it took me. In that, you probably have like 30 loves for that level, and I have like four loves for my <laughs> space elevator level. And also, somebody commented like a good way to crush someone's spirit is to diss their Mario Maker level. Somebody, It wasn't that one, but on one of my other levels, somebody put uh, the comment, if I could boo this twice, I would. Oh. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like crushing, because you spend Ouch. so much time creating. It's like calling somebody's baby ugly, you know? They're probably yeah, like I, eight, Corey. Yeah, don't worry about it. that's true, but still. <laughs> I want the eight-year-olds to love my levels, too. That's true. I'll find and it. I'll leave a is... comment. If I could like this twice, I would. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, someone, because uh, I, I was reading when, you know, when Mario Marker first came out, you know, on the Nintendo subreddit, the amount of people that, like, even write in comments on how people to improve their levels, I'm like, probably half of the people building these levels are kids. Yeah. Like, That's why I care. don't boo. Yeah, yeah I don't either. I don't boo, because every time I play a level and I'm like, oh, this isn't that great. Well, you know, a kid probably made this. Yeah, like my daughter is five. She makes levels. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be... They're not going to be, uh, you know, Miyamoto quality levels or whatever. Yeah. So I'm not going to boo. I'll just I'll skip it and I'll move on. There you go. Yep. Uh, speaking of, before we move on from Mario Maker 2, have you guys yeah. tried the versus mode at all? I no, didn't know that existed. that's the one thing I haven't done. It's really freaking fun. Because you're just yeah, playing you race, people's right? levels, but you're racing other people who have also never played the level before. Oh, that that yeah. does sound fun. Yeah. I've I've mostly just done the endless mode thing. Yep, same mm -hmm. here. Yeah, I did a lot of that. But yeah, I definitely recommend the the versus mode. I had such a good time playing it. And it's cool, too, because some of the levels are like puzzles. Um, well, most of them are just like races where it's literally just go as fast as you can and try not to die. But some of them are, are more challenging in that there are puzzles and obstacles to overcome that aren't as obvious. And like everybody's just kind of looking around trying to solve the puzzle first. It's fun. 
Yeah. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I will. I keep wanting to get the kids to play that, but I just haven't had the opportunity. So that's something. Did you play online, Corey? Yeah, that that's the only way I've done the versus mode. Okay, because I think I'm pretty sure you can do a co couch co-op too. Yep. But I think you have to download the levels first, right? Um, I know there's some caveat to it. Or maybe for the couch co-op, yeah. Okay, because people were complaining about that. Surprise, I mean, surprise. They don't take that much space, though, right? Like, for one Mario level, it can't be that much. You know what? I don't I don't think it's that. I think it's having to do it's something. It's the principle of the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should just be able to just play, man. Yeah, okay. That 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 was my 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 what it, my takeaway from it, I guess. Like most Nintendo complainers. Yeah. They're reusing assets from Pokemon and Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get it now. Don't get me going on the whole Pokemon <laughs> fandom right now. Yeah. Uh, all right, Corey, anything else? No, I'm done. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, other than Dr. Mario, we talked about Harry Potter. I don't need to talk anymore about that. Uh, I started playing Link to, A Link to the Past. Nice. Uh, which is a seriously good game. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I had it on the Wii U, but I never never ended up touching it. I bought it on a sale or something at some point. Uh, but just, you know, uh, again, being able to... I have it right here. Play on the original SNES controller uh, is amazing, because I'm playing it on the SNES Classic. And it's a game that holds up remarkably well. Uh, and I think I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but I, I'm wondering if the new uh, Link Link's Awakening is going to be a precursor to a Zelda Maker game. Because they're all roughly the same perspective. You know, if you're talking about the first Zelda, A Link to the Past, uh, Link's Awakening, and maybe one of the Game Boy ones in there, uh, you could very easily make the switch from those different game modes. I would love to see a Zelda Maker. Yeah. Um, that would be sick. Especially when I watched the uh, Games Done Quick and the randomizer stuff. Uh, that's all. That was all really cool. So I would love to see that. But yeah, it's a great game. I remember it taking forever to beat when I was a kid too. And I don't know if that's just because I stunk and kept dying at it. Um, but the how long to beat is only fifteen to seventeen hours. Really? So yeah, I felt like that took me forever to beat back in the day. It's not that long. I also don't. You know, maybe we're more used to the huge open world RPGs that take seventy, eighty, hundred hours to beat. Yeah. So. I mean, that game felt huge back in the day. I mean, yeah. Yeah. realistically, it's what, like 32 screens, basically? Yeah, it's like, not. It's really not that very big, big, but it felt huge. I never would have guessed that. I would have said over 100. No, it can't be that big. It it only takes a couple of minutes, too, yeah. to walk from one I end mean, of the map to the other. Just thinking of, like, the bottom left corner, like that deserty area, that's only, like, four, four squares. Mm -hmm. <laughs> four maps, whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is not very big. When's, uh, but, I, I know so I've excited. asked this to, of you guys every time I get on, but when does the Link's Awakening remake come out? I think that's September 20th. Oh, man. It's September. No, the Switch Lite comes out September 20th. I think it's September 14th. I'm really jazzed for that. One of those. September. Yeah, that's going to be great. I'm excited for that also. I'm still going to be playing Fire Emblem, so. <laughs> <laughs> I may too. Uh, I'm looking at Astral Chain coming out at the end of August, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm still playing Fire Emblem. I'm yeah, pretty much just aiming at Outer, Outer Wilds now, I guess. Yeah, okay. Or Outer Worlds, whatever that uh, Obsidian was. Yeah, Outer Worlds. I might be finishing my first Fire Emblem playthrough by September. I hope to have mine uh, done not too not too long from now. I've already put 35 in 
if it's about 70 hopefully by next week at this time i'll finish my first playthrough and started my second um speaking of games that are on our radars have any of you guys heard of the oxygen not included game yes is, is there a I've new heard one the name uh i don't know if it's new i think it was i think it was just officially launched oh it's actually like out of early yeah so that yeah that must be how i heard about it. yeah not included uh-huh. has launched as of yesterday um, so for people that don't know, it's Clay, Clay Entertainment, or Clee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, who did Don't Start. I love a lot of their games, yep. Yeah. Um, so it's another, I'll just read the, the bit that's on Steam. Oxygen Not Included is a space colony simulation game. Deep inside an alien space rock, your industrious crew will need to master science, overcome strange new life forms, and harness incredible space tech to survive and possibly thrive. And it's uh, overwhelmingly positive. It's, it's a great game. So. It's just um, really good. I haven't played it in, like, probably a year now, but okay. it's still really good. I've, yeah. let, let's, let me check my Steam real quick. Let's see how many hours I have, because I definitely put some time into it. It looks right up my alley, so I'm glad you said that. If you liked Don't Starve, you'll really like this. It's only, right now on Steam, it's only $16.74, so. Isn't that oh, cheap? Wow. wow. Yeah. I have 18 hours, so. Wow pretty good for an early early access game and I'll definitely have to check it out now that I knew it launched I didn't realize yeah it's cool um so yeah actually when I said that I wanted to join the podcast tonight um after I said that I procrastinated at work by just like refreshing myself on all the new games that have come out and like what's coming out and what I'm interested in and uh that one was the front runner um, and then I saw one, which, Eric, I think is on your wish list, is, uh, oh, shoot, I just lost the name of it. Is it the card game? Mm, it might be a card game. Oh, crap. Uh, Nowhere Profit. Nowhere Profit. Okay, I thought you were maybe talking about Gloomhaven. I'm not familiar. Oh, am I familiar with Gloomhaven? doesn't ring a bell. Wait, Gloomhaven, isn't Gloomhaven the board game? Uh, Yes, but it has cards, so I've been calling it like a card game. Okay. Um, I think Nowhere Profit is also a card game. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet, but I've heard really good things. Okay. Um, and that's also sitting at an 87 on Open Critic. Um, I'll just read the description here. Build a loyal band of followers and survive the journey across a broken world. Barely, and I'm not sure what that means. Take on the role of a powerful leader and mystic, empowered with the gifts of technopathy, the ability to sense and affect electrical currents. Uh, the genres listed are roguelike RPG strategy. So, yeah, it kind of oh. reminds me a lot of Slay the Spire, so I'm going to check it out soon because I've played a lot of Slay the Spire. Uh, speaking of Slay the Spire, coming to Game Pass in August for you Xbox. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Y'all, if y'all haven't played it, play it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to get it for the Switch, but if I'm going to get it for free on Game Pass, I'll play it on the Xbox. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Uh, All right, Dan, that's my my little rant there. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Uh, No, that's fine. Uh, We can get started with feedback. So the first one is from Tate, who says, Hello, gents. Uh, So to answer your question from last week, Will, uh, I just don't sleep a whole lot. I sacrifice sleep to do all that stuff. I've been getting up at 345 every morning to get to work so I can finish work in time to get to football and class and all that. And really, it's just that I love doing it. It does suck occasionally, but I just embrace it. I know why for doing it all, and it all makes uh, worth it for me. So it's not always just growing a pair and getting on with it. Uh, It really is just finding the why for what you do. And video games on the weekends definitely helps keep me sane. 
Uh, Dan, to avoid, avoid spoilers for anyone who doesn't want to know, I'll send another feedback with my thoughts for Game of Thrones. You can read that later if at the end or at the end if you want. Uh, still been playing The Witcher a bit and still enjoying every bit of it. Uh, seriously, the best part of the game is the beautiful world they built as well as the stories. Seriously, every single side quest has an interesting story. There's no fetch quest crap, really. If there is uh, something you get asked to fetch, there's an awesome story tagged onto why you're fetching it, and I'm fine with that. I know Eric loved the story of the Bloody Baron and all that, but man, that story is one of the minor plots compared to the stuff you experience throughout the whole or the whole game. I really wish he gave it another shot and finished it. Also, it's Shark Week. My favorite week of TV of the year. My dream is to one day go cage diving with the Great Whites at Guadalupe Island. It's on the bucket list, and maybe the last thing I achieve on the bucket list, but it would be worth it. Anyway, thanks, guys. Stay awesome. Taterade out. So there you go, Will. Lack of sleep. That's that's how you get stuff done. That's ballsy. Ballsy. Yeah. I, um, uh, most nights, I lately, I only get, like, five hours of sleep. That's usually what I get. Which is not good for you, but I try to, I know they say you can't make up for it, but I usually sleep much more on the weekends. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sustained like four or five hours isn't a good thing, but yeah, yeah, like you, when I, you know, occasionally the kids will sleep in and I'll get to sleep in a little bit, which is nice. But uh, I know when my wife was taking doctorate classes, uh, she would, or it was, yeah, doctorate classes, um, we would be up until three four in the morning every single night and you know i would stay up with her so she had some company and while she i would play video games while she was doing her whatever work she was doing yeah uh, and we would get up at like seven because that's when the house woke up or that's when she had to get up and go to work <sighs> and yeah it was it was you kind of get used to it but you're also like kind of a zombie at the same time yeah um it's hard to hard to shake that zombie zombie feeling yeah uh, so i do know i probably yeah. sleep way too much so Mm-hmm. Why is that? How 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 much are you looking at per night? Oh, probably nine hours. Nine hours. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know why. I just that's love so many hours. Sleep. Yeah, that's that's how much Sophie sleeps, and she always complains about being tired, and I don't. So it's like, well, maybe try sleeping a little less. But yeah. when There's I like, spot. well, when I used to work early in the morning, and I would get like that seven hours of sleep, I used to be so miserable. I think it was just miserable because of going to work. <laughs> yeah, I feel I'm miserable every morning. Doesn't matter how much, how much sleep I got the night before. I did really hate my job at the time, so that's, oh yeah, I could definitely get. And I, I know the pain. I know the feeling for that one. Will I also found uh, if I'm the first one at work, I'm less miserable. Like first one in my oh, office. Yeah, because yeah. you get a few minutes of peace. Yeah, I think it's more just like feeling like you're. Superior. ahead of everybody not in like a, i'm a better i'm better than you kind of way but like my day's already started kind of thing i think it's more just mm-hmm. like a placebo something in the brain gotcha i can see that yeah but yeah lack of sleep is definitely the way to get things done uh the game of thrones thing uh maybe i'll read that after the outro that's that's probably a good idea uh so i don't want to spoil anything for people that haven't seen it yet but uh, that's good stuff. Uh, he's still playing The Witcher. I am also going to revisit The Witcher once it comes out on the Switch. I, I made the executive decision to rebuy it. Uh, just, you know, again, it, it that's an easier way to sink the hours into that game that you need to rather than, as I said, I don't want to brick my computer at this point. It's my, my lifeline to podcasting and, and game videos and stuff. So I don't want to ruin it until I can afford to get a new one. So Yeah. 
I'm going to shy away from a lot of games on it, especially especially replaying stuff that I've already spent, I think, almost 200 hours playing uh, The Witcher 3. So, Corey, that's one you've got to revisit. Yeah. Um, I'm still shocked you didn't didn't care much for it. It's not that I didn't care that much for it. It's just I was like... I know you didn't like the portrayal of Gale. Yeah, I was just fresh off the books, and I'm like, I don't know. It just... it. it Everything I enjoyed about Geralt in the books, not everything, but it, he just wasn't all there in the game for me. Uh, sure. That's why I'm excited to hear that the, the TV show TV show is book Geralt. Yeah, I am so excited for that. Did you see the most recent trailer for it? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it looks so good. It's just weird to me, though, that Netflix is making a show about The Witcher. I'm, I still can't get over that. Um, over really yeah and who's the actor it's henry henry, henry cavill, cavill, cavill. The, who is he was ripped yeah as hell like <laughs> he was superman yeah. right for like one movie I, I think yeah i think he was briefly i don't know that off the top of my head I but so. i think he was Wasn't he like in justice league something like that i don't know no, I, man i just steel. know that oh man of steel yeah. okay I just know that he really, really like pushed hard to get that role because he's a big fan of The Witcher. So that's also very cool. Um, I think that's it. Shark Week. I haven't watched Shark Week in quite a few years, but we also haven't had TV. Although we're experimenting with uh, the video streaming services because my wife has some shows she wants to watch. We're coming up on football season, so... Uh, and going to need a way to watch the Giants. So we're on a Hulu Live free trial. We don't like it very much. <laughs> it's uh, a bad interface. It's hard to find oh, stuff. Oh, I'm so glad you said that, Dan. Hulu, oh, I, it's terrible. For that, I, yeah, I feel the really same is. way. Uh, YouTube, because t- we had YouTube TV for a while before the price went up, but we're probably going to get that one again. That was has by far the best interface. It's got a lot of channels. Um, uh, was it? One of them has free HBO, so that one was tempting. I think it's Directv now has free HBO because I think uh, AT and T owns HBO with that owns Directv or vice versa, something like that. But yeah, I think YouTube TV has been my favorite so far because I've tried all of them at some point throughout their their time. Did you hear the news about Directv now? AT and T's Directv now. Yeah, didn't they change the name or something? Yeah, to like AT and T TV. Why do that? Everybody hates AT and T, right? Like, yeah, literally everybody. Yeah, AT and T and Comcast. <laughs> it's so yeah, and Spectrum now too. And so most there's people like Directv, like right, exactly. It's weird. Um, yeah, it's like SunTrust changing their name to what was that like? Truest or some some crap like that? Like Truist I'm not thing? familiar with that one. Yeah. But the AT&T thing, so they did that, and then they, they have, like, different products, and one of them's called, like, AT&T TV, and one of them's called AT&T TV Now, and you access them both through the same app that's called AT&T TV. It's just, like, very convoluted and makes no sense, and I don't know how that's going to solve the issues of them not getting the subscribers that they wanted. Um, I don't know. I, I just, like, with their prices the way they are now, it's no different than cable TV. It's just on the internet, that's, and that's not what people that's want. That's what I was. That's just what I was going to say. Really, the reason why people are abandoning it is because the cost keeps going up. Yeah, 
you're not getting any more. I mean, the reason why we, because YouTube TV started off at $40 a month, which is kind of a, more than we wanted to spend. But, you know, it, like I said, we needed stuff to watch football. NBC Sports is something we like to have to watch the the hockey games. Um, so that, that was a, an expense we could justify, whereas it, I just went up to 50 It's like a little push, because we don't watch that much TV other than occasional sports. My wife has a couple shows that she likes to watch. She likes to watch The Bachelor. Um, is she watching? She just started watching like on the finale. The that was finale was like yesterday. It. Don't spoil yeah. it. Don't spoil it. I, have, I, I won't, haven't seen I it. I only thing. know it was yesterday because the big joke was more people watched that than the debate. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just... Sure. I'm a really political guy, but I still thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that, is, that is funny stuff. That awesome. is awesome. For you. Yeah. <laughs> yep, love it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I that was the first we had seen of it because I I was playing Fire Emblem while she was watching it, so I I kind of knew the stuff that was happening. So, but I won't say anything, Corey. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm surprised you haven't gotten spoiled for it. Just well, Sophie did. On the she internet. said that Instagram spoiled it for her, but I'm not like uh, I'm not on I'm on Instagram, but I only follow like, um, like wholesome things that I'm interested in. None of the trash sure. that I'm interested in. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> or. Or people that I know. I actually I don't follow anybody I know on Instagram either. Huh. Okay. Nice. Um, but yeah, we're we're excited to watch what happened, and we're gonna do that as soon as she gets home tonight. So. Nice. All right. So next uh, next is from Idaho Jake who says, "Hey guys, not much new here, but I don't think I can wait for Outer Worlds to come out on Switch. But if it is awesome on Xbox, I might buy it twice. Well, that's it for me. Time to go eat ribs and go to work." Yeah, I, I, if it's coming out on Game Pass, I'm probably just not going to buy it again. Yeah, it is. I promise. I, I, was, I believe I was, it. It's like half the reason I decided to get the Game Pass for PC too. Okay, great. Yeah, Outer Worlds nice. is coming to Game Pass. Yeah, on release. So I don't have to spend sixty dollars. Sure don't. Microsoft is the greatest right now. They are killing it. Which is yeah. really surprising to me because I'm basically a Sony fanboy, but I'm yeah. like all about Microsoft right now. That's they're awesome. buying they're buying up all these like third party uh, developers, and they're basically just giving them a blank check and not messing with them. Just letting it's them brilliant. do brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. Man, and they're, mean, st- and they're still letting them release their stuff on the other consoles. Like yeah. Microsoft is smart. That's the way to do it, because, I mean, that's a lot of the trouble with, like, Activision and EA is their, like, vice-like control all over all their properties. It's like, you gotta let your, yeah. you gotta let your talent be, be talented, I will you know? never forgive EA for what they did to Bioware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I Bioware is, like, Bioware. freaking dead now, and that sucks. Yeah. I feel like Microsoft hasn't really taken a wrong step ever since Phil Spencer... No, no. He, that was the best move they made. Took was over. hiring him as head of Xbox. Got rid of Don Maddox, brought in Phil Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, but... Well, Don Ma- Don Maddox working for a mobile studio now, I think. Oh, shocker! So if that explains anything. It shocker. does. <laughs> it really does. I think it's like, does he work for King? Maybe or oh my God. Uh, what's the Candy Crush the or whatever? Yeah, something like that. He works for, I think. Candy Company. Uh, now I've got to look it up to know. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, perfect. Don Maddox works. Um, Wikipedia will tell me. Yes, we need we need to know. Zynga, former. It's a Zynga. Former yeah. Zynga. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So where's he at now? 
he can't be retired. I know I know I read that he got another job somewhere. Uh he was replaced at Zynga. Oh, he's at Chipotle oh. now. <laughs> Is he really? No. <laughs> that would be. That would, that Is that why that they're up. charging even That's more true. for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think he's working anywhere right now. I don't think he is either. But if you Google his okay. net worth, it's sick. So he doesn't really need to. Oh jeez. <laughs> I hate him. It's fine. Uh, does he have a Twitter? Probably has to. All right, uh, let's do the game giveaway, Will, while we're looking up Don Matrick's Don Matrick got Twitter. paid $15 million to get fired, pretty much. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, is that, was that a severance bonus? At Zynga, yeah. $15 oh million dollars to get fired. He's to go away. Yeah. Ever. That's infuriating. Agreed. I wouldn't try to find another job after that. No, no yeah. you're set. Your kids are probably set. Your grandkids yeah. will have to work, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. How many pieces of feedback? Dose? Two. Yeah, one and two. Tate's one, Jake's two. Winner is number two. Idaho Jake. Woo! Winner, winner, chicken dinner. What sick game is he going to win? Uh, I sent him Rise, Son of Rome for last week's. Woo. Okay, first game, Will. First is number 78. 78. Uh, gone. Oh, man. Yeah. 36. 36. Layers of Fear Masterpiece Edition. 14. 14. Um, gone. There's not that many blank spots. I don't know why I keep rolling. Oh, why do you have blank spots? I don't understand how you're running the list Because whenever, whenever, whenever a game gets taken i just cross it off the thing rather than renumber everything and then we just re-roll if it we mean re wasn't it already numbered like can't you just delete a line and then it renumbers them i it, i probably could do that but i'm not gonna mess it up because that's Corey, how we messed it up last Corey, time don't try to give your good advice <laughs> 125 <laughs> that yeah that's how it got screwed up last time that's monaco Corey's Corey. just gonna send you a Excel tutorial. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I mean, you could just use bullet points was... in Microsoft Word. That's also it. true. Okay. Oh, I don't have Microsoft. I have it on Evernote. Uh, Can Corey, you do that? I'm sure you could do that. Yeah, on Evernote. Corey, it's just a basic, just a basic text editor. Corey, you were the guy who handled all this. We still haven't figured it out. <laughs> yeah, you abandoned them. He did. You gotta be nice. Dan, turn it over to Max. I'm sure he could figure it out. <laughs> He probably could. <laughs> they, I mean, they they do. Uh, they have they've used Chromebooks already in second grade. Oh my god, Max would know better. With, uh, uh, he was talking to me about Adobe Spark. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, huh. already in second grade. Cool. But anyway, dude, what those else? kids are gonna blow us out of the freaking water, man. I yeah. know it. One oh four. We went to a rural, crappy school, so we didn't learn anything in school. That's Mass Effect 2. Oh, yeah. Hey, a good one. That is a good one. You I'm sure, sure he's already Mass got Effect that. Soundtrack? Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect 2 soundtrack edition. <laughs> All right. Uh, 32. 32. Um, prototype. Another good one. One more, right? 
Yep, one more. 109. 109 is the Tale of Alintex, or at Altinex. Tale of Altinex. Never even heard of that. Altinex. That was a really good poll. Because that, that's yeah, the only game I've never heard of, and usually I've only heard of one. One, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, and I, I go through this, and, like, the top 20 games are all pretty popular. I've got, like, SteamWorld Heist, uh, Banner Saga, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. They never seem to get rolled. Yeah. I don't know why. There's a few different decent games on here. But anyway. I've been fixing uh, the game giveaway. Oh, it's fixed? Nah, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Jake, so let us know what you want. So we got Layers of Fear, Monaco, Mass Effect 2, Prototype, and Tales of Altinex. So let us know what you want. If not, I'll email you probably in a couple weeks when I decide I'm finally going to get caught up on the game giveaway stuff. Uh, that's usually usually how it works. Uh, next week's episode is going to be episode 420. Ooh. So I feel like it's oh. only appropriate if we do something like video drug-related. You think video you should, games. Have, you, should you have me on again? <laughs> you want for yeah i mean i i was thinking like we could do uh you know top video game drugs or something awesome. and uh you know you'd have to bring up skooma dude yeah i'll do it i'll be on it's, that sounds great all right why don't we make that an episode for next week uh, next wednesday and we can finish our uh fire emblem discussion oh yeah because there's definitely gonna be more fire yeah, emblem. Okay, i should, um, I should like be I said, at least 20 more hours in so yeah, I'm hoping to have it beaten by next week so I can kind of give final thoughts. I'm probably going to play idea. all weekend and do what Will did this weekend. So just hide mm -hmm. from all of my friends and family. Nice. Yep. Um, not, I, I'm home alone right now, so it's all I've got on my agenda. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Oh, that's right. You got the place to yourself. When does when do your roommates come back? Um, I think Wednesday. Next week. Today's, today's Wednesday. Oh, okay. Next week, yeah. Oh. Uh, I would also like to be on the 420 episode, Dan, and okay. I'm okay admitting because I did not break the law that I experimented with a little bit of legal cannabis while I was in Canada. Yeah. So. I am freely free to admit that I have experimented with a lot of illegal cannabis <laughs> here in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you get, you, you'll nice. have the right cast, I guess, <laughs> yeah. next week. Awesome, awesome. So... So yeah, next week's episode then uh, it's agreed upon. We're going to be doing top drugs in video games. So sweet. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much it's going to probably take some research at least for this this go around. I won't be able to come up with all that off the top of my head. I don't think it'll probably be the most there's research a, I'll a have to them. do for an episode in a while. Yeah, yeah. Skuma was the one that immediately came to mind. Yeah, Skuma Den. Uh, Skuma. <laughs> yep. It's one that it's might be stuff, good so. to start by asking Reddit. Like, what are your favorite oh, drugs in video games? That's a Great good idea. one. Because there's some, like, weird drug trips that you go on in video games, too. Freaking Stardew yeah, Valley? I mean, oh, that's <laughs> Stardew Valley. Yeah. That was the first uh, one I thought of. The, the Far Cry games, you go on drug trips? Yeah. Even, um... But the... What game was it? Was it the Witcher game? Or no, was it Lord of the Rings Online or something, where you you drink something and then you wake up in just like this room and your guy is naked what am i thinking uh, that's skyrim come deliverance did you play that because that happens to you in that 
I did. I don't know if I got to that part. Yeah, though. you're like you're, you drink with the priest and you wake up in the woods like surrounded by like horses and like dead witches and weirdness. It's it's bizarre. Oh yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. That happens in Skyrim too. I think you do a drinking contest. Yeah. And it ends up being one of the one of the gods that tricks you. And don't you like and... wake up on in a different city or something? Yeah, you're you're uh, like ha- the whole map away from where you <laughs> and you're at like half your drinking contest. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I love that. So uh, that'll do it, I guess, for episode four nineteen of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Will. Corey. I'm Eric. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.